0: Oh my god, god, la la la. And welcome to the Monday episode of It's Not You, It's Them, But It Might Be You. And I actually just had to check what the name of my podcast is with my producer because I am a day before my period starting and my brain has fucking gone. And many of you might relate to this. And that is what this episode is about. Not my brain being gone because of periods, but periods and your menstrual cycle in general. And this is not just an episode for women and people that bleed, I want everyone to listen to this because you all know people who are having periods. If you're a man and you're thinking, oh, fuck this, bollocks, I really want you to listen because it will help you to understand a lot more about the people in your life who have periods. I'll be speaking today about menstrual cycle awareness. And I don't mean when is not a good time to ride a bike in white pants. I'm talking about the power of the period. It's a growing movement that aims to educate girls, women, anyone who menstruates, and actually everyone, that the menstrual cycle is so much more than just the presence or absence of your monthly blood. That was a clip of Lucy Peach on her TED Talk, called The Power of the Period. And I really recommend that you watch that TED Talk and read her book, Period Queen, because this growing movement that she talks about, in her book, a book called Wild Power, which I'll talk about at the end, they have all taught me so much in the last year or so. Stuff that I should have known because I have been bleeding for over 15 years. I've had three pregnancies and a child and I'm only just learning this stuff, and this is why I'm now going to bring it to you. So obviously I'm not a medic, and I am absolutely no substitute for people who know what they're talking about medically, and if you think you have anything that seems irregular or abnormal with your menstrual cycle, then you should see a GP. It's not normal to experience debilitating pain or to need to take time off work, though it is common. A YouGov survey showed that 30% of women have taken a day off work for painful periods. So don't get fobbed off and told that it's just your periods or that it's normal. Demand medical investigation because it could be endo or adenomyosis or a myriad of other things and you deserve to be treated. But this episode isn't about painful periods or abnormal periods. This is just about your standard menstrual cycle and how we can be utilizing it better to have more power and be more empowered in our lives so because I'm not a medic I'm going to talk to you from my personal perspective but I know that my personal story and experience is definitely going to be relatable to a lot of women and it certainly might help you to start thinking about your own experiences we are all so different and we experience these things very differently but in many ways we are very similar and some of these things will be really common for a lot of us I am Throughout my life, literally, was so freaked out by periods. I avoided most conversations or available education about periods because I felt completely disgusted and repulsed by the idea of them from a very young age. I remember the school... Uh, talk on periods where we got separated from the boys, and all the girls went into a classroom to be shown about tampons and explained what our periods are. And I remember us all just like laughing and being like, ah, ha, ha, this is gross, ah, and just never really took anything in other than you have periods and then you don't for three weeks. But I was disgusted by them, often because boys said they were disgusting. I even remember once seeing a pretty girl at school talking about having her period. And I thought to myself, oh my God, like she has periods too. I thought it was just ugly women, ugly girls. I really thought that I was only having periods because I was one of the ugly ones. And when I started mine, which was quite late, about 14, I felt so deeply ashamed by it that I couldn't even bring myself to tell my mum. So I stole my first pack of tampons from the corner shop. I know girls who thought they were dying when they got their first period because nobody had prepared them properly for it. I was also quite ashamed of just even having a vagina back then, all again influenced by teenage boys. Like, I knew that boys liked boobs and bums, but they expressed loads of squeamishness about anything to do with vaginas and periods were very related to that. And I didn't want to be a gross, bleeding person. I wanted to be sexy and desired. And you can't be sexy and desired when you have blood coming out of your fanny every month, can ya? Well, obviously you can. I've learned that in later life. But also, just to add there, you don't have to be sexy. I've seen a lot of the. There's a lot more going on about periods now online. And I'm seeing a bit of a narrative of like, you can still be sexy when you're on your period. How about I don't need to be sexy every fucking day of the week? Just give me a break for like five days where I don't even need to fucking switch anything on. But obviously, people can get really horny on their periods and want to be sexy. And that's great too. I just don't want to be forced to feel sexy seven days a week. Anyway, so our ideas about periods have been very influenced not only by men's ideas and boys' ideas about them, but there are historical period myths that have literally influenced society since the dawn of man, there was a myth that if a man went near a menstruating woman, he would lose his masculine powers. And that if a baby was conceived when a woman was menstruating, it would be a monster. And these things carry through history in subtle ways, even though we know that men don't lose masculine powers, and we know that babies don't come out as monsters. Those very small, subtle ideas have stayed with us that periods are bad and periods are disgusting. But of course, they're not. But there is so much shame around periods. Leaking your period at school was literally the worst thing that could ever happen to you. And I think even as adults, we've all done, like, you know, the tampon up the sleeve if you have to go to the loo at work. You don't want anyone in your office to know that you're on your period. We're still so embarrassed. I've been on dates with men in their late 30s who've been slightly icked out by the mention of periods. I remember I was seeing a guy and we were kissing in bed and I was like, oh, I'm on my period. And he literally retreated and recoiled as though I just told him I've got leprosy. We have come a long way since the 90s, but the stigma is still there. And that stigma stopped me from taking the time to understand how important it was for me to know more. So the very basic information that has really helped me was knowing this, what I'm about to tell you. And some of you are going to be like, bruv, are you dumb? You only just figured this out. And maybe, yes, yes, I am dumb. But I keep having these conversations with women, Women of my age and saying, like, do you track your cycle? Do you know when your next period is? And they're like, no, I don't really. I know it's roughly around the 28th because my last one was on the 28th. That's still where we're at, so many of us. So if you are one of those people who are thinking, fuck off, you only just figured this out, then you are 10 steps ahead of me. And that's great. But there are many people who, who are in the same place that I was last year, two years ago, and who will really benefit from this information. Our menstrual cycles and the hormone fluctuations that come with it have an effect on pretty much everything. Our moods and emotions, sleep, skin, weight, sex drive, behavior, mental health, diet, interactions with people, relationships. And I always knew about PMS. I was always aware that when you're about to come on, you get symptoms. And I thought that when you're on your period, you're supposed to be PMSing too. I know PMS is premenstrual, but I thought PMS was also when you're bleeding. But I didn't really understand what was going on for the rest of the month. I only factored in the time that you bleed as being relevant. And as I spoke about in my ADHD podcast, I pretty much careered through life like some kind of unhinged mentalist for decades. It made absolutely no sense to me that for one week every month, I felt fantastic. And then the very next week, I'd feel like I was dying. But it didn't occur to me that it was linked to my menstrual cycle, because it wasn't happening when I had my periods. So to my mind, there was no link. To me, it was that week when you're bleeding, that's your period. And then the rest of the time, the three rest of the weeks, you're scot-free, there's nothing else going on. I was silly, but not silly. I just didn't fucking pay attention because I was so disgusted and ashamed of having periods. So there are four phases within your cycle. You have menstruation, which is when you're bleeding. And then you have the follicular phase, which is where your body is preparing to ovulate. Then you have the ovulation phase, which is where your body releases an egg in the hope that a sperm is going to come up and meet it. And then you have the luteal phase, where if that egg wasn't fertilized then you're leading up to the shedding of your womb and obviously then your next menstruation so shit like a lot of shit really happens in those different phases of course you know we associate that luteal phase that PMS bit right before your period with like being moody or crying or wanting to not get out of bed but I never paid attention to what was going on in the ovulation phase, what was going on in the follicular phase. I had no idea and I just didn't care. But then I read this book called Wild Power. And, you know, I do have to put a little disclaimer on this because I think if I'd have read this book or heard any of this shit 10 years ago, I'd have been like, get that fucking hippie shit out my ears. What the fuck is this? Because I was a bit basic still back then. And I didn't really open my mind to kind of spirituality and things like that. But now I'm wholeheartedly onto this. Because reading this book and others like it, as I said, Period Queen, and there are lots of other books that talk about these seasons, even if you just Google it, these seasons that I'm about to introduce you to. If I had paid attention to this from when I first started having periods, my whole life would have been different. I'm hoping to unlock that for some of you. And if you've got daughters, please unlock this for them now. The earlier you start, the better. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? (laughs) Some peasant Coke? No. Every week they deep dive into conversations with a variety of experts on some really, really important and eye or ear opening topics like the history of abortion and the science of sleep. Get excited, get curious and listen to Getting Curious wherever you get your podcasts. So yeah, I would have been very turned off by the idea that periods were spiritual and magical. You know, back back in the day before all the historical period myths started, menstruators were revered. We were seen as important and powerful. And then that just kind of got lost. But reconnecting with that idea that periods are really a spiritual thing can really help you. So, I'm going to guide you through these seasons, which are reflective of a typical menstrual cycle. Not everybody's menstrual cycle is the same. But please read these books. I'm going to recommend them at the end because they give you a much more clear idea about what to do in each of these seasons, what to eat, how to help yourself. I'm just going to give you a basic introduction to this. So, winter is when you are on your period. Winter starts at day one. So day one of your cycle is when you first start bleeding. And when I read Wild Power and I and I listened to what you're supposed to do when you're on your period, if you can. Now remember some of this stuff that I'm going to say is just not going to be possible because life happens. But if this was back in the day and we were cave women and we could follow these seasons and we didn't have jobs and we didn't have kids, we didn't have responsibilities We could really stick to this stuff. But you've got to be able to work it out in a way that you can for your own life. But so when you are bleeding, it is time to restore. This is the time when you are shedding your womb. It is time to rest and really do self-care on fleek. It is time to slow down. Now, recently, I have started blocking out my period in my calendar. And it's possible to do that sometimes. So I, I track my periods on a tracker app. And so I know when my periods are going to be for the next however long. And I was really lucky that recently one of my periods landed on a weekend and it was a child-free weekend. And I blocked that out in advance. I didn't make any plans. I didn't want to do anything. And I've never done that before. I've never gone, my period is coming in three weeks on this date and I'm blocking out that time. And I blocked out that time to allow myself to simply rest, to be gentle with myself. The more that you give into this phase the more energy that you'll have for the next. It is winter. It's time to hibernate. Cancel plans. Eat well. Nourish yourself. Eat lots of iron as well if you can because of course we're losing iron. But this is the time to really stop. Hibernate. This is your winter. Be good to yourself. As I said, of course, you're not always going to be able to do that. Your period could land at any time. It could land when you're in the middle of a busy project. But if you can do it, take that time to just stop and be really easy on yourself. Because next comes spring. Spring is the follicular phase straight after your period you have rising estrogen and testosterone. So you're coming back alive. Your brain feels more on point. It's a good time to start exercising. You're going to have more energy, loads of ideas. It's a really good time to get creative if you're starting a project or there's something that you want to do. Start brainstorming during your follicular phase. It is a really good time to be sociable as well. So if you are planning to see friends or whatever, and you've got a choice of dates, don't book that on the first day of your period. See if you can do it a few days later, six, seven, eight, whatever days later, once you're in your follicular phase and you're more sociable and your brain is more on point. And then comes summer. Summer for me is huge. Summer is your ovulation period around kind of day 14, Remember day one was when you started bleeding. Day 14 is midway through your cycle when you are ovulating. And that is summer. And that is your hot girl summer. Your estrogen peaks. So this is the time when you feel you're most attractive. You feel sexy. And you want to fuck. You are at your horniest. I'm sexy. Everyone is sexy. I feel fucking amazing. It is the best time to do an important meeting or presentation. If I could make sure that I only recorded these podcasts once a month and I did them every single time I was ovulating you'd probably get some amazing podcast you know you're going to be at your absolute peak during your summer but disclaimer everyone is different so so you may be listening to this like ah I feel awful during ovulation everyone is different and that's fine work out your summer by tracking it work out go journal it Track your periods and then journal and write down what's happening to you at each phase. And then you can work out when your summer autumn winter happens for you personally. And then autumn comes after summer. And that is when the hormones plummet. You have a sharp drop in estrogen and a rise in progesterone and you become lethargic you have brain fog irritability really kicks in rage your body wants to slow down but obviously often we need to keep going you can be really irritable around people and it's really important to be kind to yourself again this is the time to start slowing down again to start avoiding things that may prove to be difficult um, and be kind to yourself and remind yourself of the phase that you're in. So for me, it really helps that when I am in that like, ah, oh, why is my life so shit? I can look at my calendar and go, that's why. Because you're in autumn. You're in your luteal phase. Don't beat yourself up. You're not a terrible person. This is your hormones doing this to you. Please read more about those seasons. Specifically, period queen or wild power will really help you with that. But you can also just go onto the internet and Google seasons of the menstrual cycle. I was diagnosed with pre-menstrual dysphoric disorder, PMDD, at the same time that I was diagnosed with ADHD. And a lot of women with ADHD have PMDD. Periods for women with ADHD are, are mental, completely mad, definitely like periods, but on steroids for everybody else. My PMDD was masked for years by the pill and then I came off it and my periods since then, everything has been mega like fucking magnified. So I really experienced all of those seasons massively massively. And also the pill is a huge thing. And I think we're going to do a whole other episode about that, the hormones that we pump into ourselves and how that changes fucking everything. But such a big topic that we can't tackle that now. But the importance of all of this is that we just, you know, we we see videos all over social media of like when she's on her period, but you never see when she's in her luteal phase, which is actually when you're likely to be the most irrational. People ask, oh, is she on her period? But they don't ever ask, has she just finished ovulating? Because actually that's the time when you're going to probably be at your worst, not when you're on your period. When I'm on my period, I actually get a break because the luteal phase has been so shit. The PMS bit, which started like two weeks before I even started bleeding, is so fucking shit that the menstrual bit actually is like a relief. When women are degraded for sleeping around, nobody ever stood up and said, oi, She's probably ovulating. It's driven by biology. Give her a break. Instead, they're like, oh, she's a slag. How can women sleep around? No, bruv. My body is literally telling me to fuck and get pregnant. But we know so little about this stuff that it has never been accepted in society as like, yeah, this is the reason this woman is acting in this way. But knowing all of this gives you a chance to know yourself better and it gives you a chance to make use of your best days when you're at your peak and to forgive yourself on the days when you are less able. As I said, track it, write things down, get an app if it's safe, but it might not be in some countries, but just go onto your app store and put in period tracker. But don't just guess, No, and journal it for a while so that you know your own cycles and patterns. Knowing when you're going to be at your best and worst gives you so much power. And it impacts on dating. Choose dates when you're ovulating. But you might get the ick if you see them next and you're in your luteal phase. But if you know that you're at your worst during autumn or winter, avoid dates. Or even explain to them. You know, if you're a little bit into something with a guy, talk to him about these cycles. Or not necessarily a guy, sorry, not everybody dates guys, you lucky bastards. But explain this stuff to people, it really makes, it's changed my life to be able to say to people, I'm in the luteal phase, I'm having a bit of a shit time, my brain's fucking gone and it saddens me that I only learnt this when I'm coming to the end of my menstrual life. I only really started to even hear about perimenopause because my friends in their late 30s were starting to experience it and that's obviously your body preparing for your last ever period. You know, menopause is coming for all of us, but I just switched off about that because I was just never fucking interested. And things definitely change in your late 30s. And, you know, I've been really fearful of, like, perimenopause and menopause, and that's a whole other fucking conversation. But I'm about to read a book called Wise Power, which is all about harnessing your menopause, as this is the time when you become a vessel of knowledge for younger women. And it's our job to then teach them about their wild power. So this is me doing that early. Before I become menopausal, I'm telling you to read Wild Power by Alexandra Pope and Sajani hugo Wurlitzer, Period Power by Maisie Hill, and Period Queen by Lucy Peach. Get to know yourself and your own rhythm and take back your power. Well, I hope you've enjoyed that and I hope it really helps you. If you've got any questions, don't ask me because I've literally just told you everything I know. Like, go and ask someone else or read those books. Anyway, I will see you again on Wednesday for more Agony Aunt stuff and then Friday for more of the fun stuff and then back again the week after that and the week after that. I hope you've had a good time. La la la, let me explain. This has been a Sony Music Entertainment production.